Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to the funniest thing. Woohoo! And just like the voiceover lady said, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Ah. And that's usually when you call your friend and go, funniest thing. That's right. You're not going to believe what just happened. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. My name's Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from middle school studios in the heart of Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Ah. That's right. Uh, today's title is, this is not a show about dancing penguins. Wow, that's a good one. I know. That is a good one. Where do we get that title from, sir? Well, it's because we're really going to be talking and discussing a lot about the law of attraction, but from a more refreshing point of view. Mm-hmm. Such as? Well, we were inspired by a reading from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen, yes. which we're going to read. Mm-hmm. But uh, And The Daily Word. And the Daily Word, which is World Peace. World Peace. Yes. A refreshing take on World Peace. A very refreshing take on World yes. Peace, which coincides with the law of attraction, the side that most people don't really always look at. Think about, but maybe not always know exactly how to put into practice. Yeah, and and and, unre- and just being ignorant of it doesn't mean... It ain't working. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Just like our dancing penguins. Oh, I know, I know. I this know. is not a show about dancing penguins. Yeah, when, and uh, we'll do a couple readings coming up here that'll shine a little more light on that. And before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we always like to start every episode <sighs> with some calming breaths, three breaths with Ed. Yes, yes. You know, before we start the breaths, I wanted to say a couple things. One is. A few weeks back, the show was called, it's not... Oh, it's not what you think of me that makes me upset. It's what I think you think about me that makes me upset. Yes, and in that show, I referenced the old gang my dad belonged to in the Bronx. and I. That's right, because I used to tell a little bit of a fib that I was from, <laughs> from the Bronx because I was embarrassed to tell the people I met in Hawaii right. I was from New Jersey, so I beefed it up. By telling them I was from the Bronx. And wearing and, a pink sweatshirt. Well, that was just to add a little extra topping yeah. to the lie. I had a pink sweatshirt. And I said, yeah, this is our, we're so tough in the Bronx. Yeah. We wear pink as our letterman's jacket. So that reminded, the funniest thing was, that reminded me of my dad's old gang of friends that used to run. And I referred to them as the pink ladies in yes. that show because I was so excited. And I kind of got, that's when I got quiet and thought to myself during the show, I'm going, holy cow. His father and those guys called themselves the Pink Ladies. This must have been like, they must have been a really tough bunch of guys yes. if they're calling themselves the Pink Ladies. Yes, yes. So my father afterwards wanted to, to uh, let well, me know. But wait, after he heard the show after on the he, air. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. My father and my mother were listening, and 
they called me and uh, they loved the show and they wanted to but my dad made, reminded me that his group of uh rascals and hooligans that he ran with was indeed called the pink angels not the pink ladies yes so, any of the pink angels out there that took offense i apologize and any of the pink ladies out there that took offense, yeah we don't want to confuse i think there's apples called pink ladies so um i don't know what that has to do with it but i think the gang in greece was the pink ladies Oh. Maybe one of our viewers will let us know. Yeah, be our Facebook page or right. funniest thing. At I would not be surprised. Yeah. and then I want to just send out some love because a couple, uh, just a couple days ago, my wife's grandmother, mom, mom, uh, passed on, uh, made a transition, died, and uh, so I just want to send love and uh, you know really dedicate the show because to her because she was someone who really lived with a lot of love and enthusiasm. And it was, uh, yeah, just a, I'm just grateful for um, her place in my life. So now on to the breaths. So the Daryl and I over here at Funniest Thing and the rest of the crew that worked so hard to put this show together, which is basically Daryl and me and people over here at Unity, we like to believe this life is a party. And uh, when you come to a party, you got to bring a gift. That's true. And we, uh, when thinking about world peace, we realized that what we believe is that the pe- our peace, my peace, is my gift to the world. I like it. Yeah. So let's take a breath to clear out everything. <sighs> <sighs> All right. So we'll do it like this. My peace is my gift to the world. <sighs> my peace is my gift to the world. Uh, my, my peace, peace is, is my, my gift, gift to the world. What a gift it is. What a party it is indeed, indeed. I think we should kick off the show with some of the, we, you know, with the Alan Cohen reading we were talking about. I do agree. You want, do you want and I like the way you said it coincides with the Daily Word. That's true. We're always here looking to make a pun coincidentally. Coincidentally. That's, right. That's right. Punniest thing. All right. So let's see. The first one we're going to read is from, More? we're skipping ahead a week to August 14th, and this is from A Deep Breath of Life. It's uh one of the books we recommend and me and Ed read from every morning. And it's from Alan Cohen, For Not Against. Resist not evil, but overcome evil with good. And it says Jesus Christ said that. Resist not evil, but overcome evil with good. Yes. Hmm. wonder what we're going to read here. I wonder. In a restaurant, I noticed a woman wearing a white sweatshirt with the word pornography splashed across the front in big red letters. Hmm. Printed in tiny black letters below... The red ones were the words, is not the will of God. The latter phrase was written in such small type that it had to be quite near the shirt to read it. Pornography, however, was easily visible from across the street. While this woman was intending to campaign against pornography, she was actually advertising it. The moment I read the huge word on her sweatshirt, images of pornography came to my mind. She would have been more affected in her campaign if she wore a shirt advertising what she wanted to create, not destroy. She might have worn a shirt with an image depicting two people embracing lovingly or some phrase that would have reminded onlookers of healthy sexuality. The mind creates more of whatever it focuses on. For example, do not think about a pink elephant now. Whatever you do, you must not see a pink elephant in your mind. Of course, you are probably seeing a big pink elephant. The subconscious does not comprehend the meaning of not. Now, think of your favorite elementary school teacher. Remember her face, name, and why you liked her. While you were thinking of your teacher, did you see the pink elephant? Probably not. Jesus was a master metaphysician who understood that words create. He advised turn the other cheek, indicating that we must not give energy to what we do not want, but rather turn and look in the direction of what we do value. When Mother Teresa was invited to speak at a anti-war rally, she refused. If you asked me to speak at a pro-peace rally, I would have been there. I am not against anything. I am for love. And it ends with, I pray to create heaven on earth by focusing on your presence in all. 
I bless the good and let go all else all. And let all, let all else go. There you go. Woo! That was a good one. That is that. That yeah. says so much. I, you know, I was thinking about that quote earlier from Mother Teresa because it's pretty often quoted nowadays, and so you know, in like metaphysical, spiritual circles. But I was thinking, well, what? Why does it have so much meaning that this person, Mother Teresa, said it? What I realized was that she was living it. She just went out and loved everybody to such a degree that. When someone came to her with some like intellectual idea of we're gonna you know rally against something, she's like, dude, I'm I, I, I what I felt like was she was like, dude, I'm too busy loving every person I yeah, meet, yeah. no matter who they are, whether they're dying, whether they're sick, whether they're you know like uh, rich. I every day of my life, I am love. My whole life is loving these people. So I felt you know that really hit me. Like wow, she was kind of like so no nonsense about it because she was living it every day. Well, I think what happens is just like I'll hear something and I'll get frightened by the news. Yes. You know, whether it's war, terrorism, yes. or Monsanto, which I see on Facebook all the time. Right. right. Uh, probably GMOs. not even GMOs. Yeah. So the first is like, oh no, what's going on here? I'm afraid. And then I, I tend to feel like the anger brew up, like I got to, you know, smash this thing or, yes yes let's join forces and right it's, and kill it get rid of it because yes. it's gonna hurt us yeah but what am i doing when i do that i can't even see that i'm actually bringing more because my consciousness now is revved up on fear yes and a destroying mentality yes that now i'm bringing more terror and destruction i'm yes. contributing even under the guys that I want to end war and bring peace, but my attitude, the consciousness that I am setting out in order to do so is creating more of what I don't want. Yes. This is perfect for the, um, we have another reading from Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett Fox, which is another one of our everyday readings. You know what? I'm going to just have to throw this in now. We were going to save this to the third part oh, of the yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. But just so everyone knows, we actually got a great uh, fan mail on our facebook page from charles r lancaster from mccanopy florida i hope yes. i'm pronouncing mccanopy right even if we're not that's the best part of our show uh, yeah he knows where he lives that's right, that's right. <laughs> and uh, he wrote hey hey guys i got a deep breath of life he's referring to the alan cohen book i read it after the daily word every morning can you post your recommended reading list thanks thanks to his nudge yep uh and another listener uh, oh, Kirk Shanghai, China. In Shanghai. What's his name again? Kirk Chelson. Yes. He suggested we put our list on Goodreads. And thanks to both these uh, listeners, if you want to know any of the books that either myself or Ed reads and, and we talk to or we refer to often in the show, go to Goodreads. It's Daryl and Ed. It's Goodreads.com. And, and if you just search our name, Daryl and Ed, one word, Daryl and Ed. Our list will pop up or just go to our Facebook page. With and links where you can buy the books, right? Quick links through yeah. to Amazon so you could see the books. Boom, one button. Yeah. You got your book. And you were saying also the easiest way is to go to the Facebook uh, Funniest Thing fan page. And there you will find a link to our actual list. To Goodreads. To Goodreads.com. All right. Sorry All right. to put a, yeah. a spoke in your wheels, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well two things happened while we were talking here. One is just yesterday... In Emmett Fox, he was talking about the commandment, thou shall not kill. Yes. And he was really saying, thou can, he was translating it in a metaphysical way, meaning thou cannot kill. No. That you cannot really go out and kill these things that uh, are troubling us. We got to find them and heal them within ourselves. And uh, it goes perfectly with another reading from, so that one came from yesterday, August 6th. So if you have uh, around the year with Emmett Fox, you can look at that from yesterday. But the reading that we brought up to read today comes from December 25th and is called Blessing and Cursing. This is my favorite. Yeah, and I really think we might have read this before, but it's worth hitting again. Yes. It's not very long. And it says, life is a reflex of mental states. As far as you are concerned, the character that brings, the, the character that things will bear will be the character that you first impress upon them. Bless a thing and it will bless you. Curse it and it will curse you. If you put your condemnation upon anything in life, it will hit back and hurt, and uh, at you and hurt you. If you bless any situation, it has no power to hurt you. 
And even if it is troublesome for a time, it will gradually fade out. Bless your body. If there is anything wrong with a particular organ, bless that organ. Bless your home. Bless your business. Bless your associates. Bless your country. Bless corporations. Turn any seeming enemies into friends by blessing them. Bless the climate. Bless the town and the state and the country. Bless a thing and it will bless you. And then it goes on to say from Isaiah 55:11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the, in the thing whereto I sent it. Yes, and if you want to hear real-life stories about how we blessed and cursed situations, a previous episode titled, Bless Your Miserable Vo- Boss and She'll Love You For It. Yes. And you'll hear... Both me and Ed tell, and me and Ed, that's my New Jersey. Yeah. Ed, Ed and I uh, tell stories about yeah. how in our own lives, this really has a transformative oh effect. God. It is this law of attraction. We always just think it's about yeah. the hands on the steering wheel getting a Ferrari like you hear it in the secret. Right, right. But it's always an effect. And it has to do more, more it has to do more with us on an everyday personal yes. level. Yes. Then we may be aware of. That's right. Because life is always, always happening. These laws are always in effect. And it doesn't matter if, especially when no one's around and we're making those little choices, sending someone an email or going to the bank or going to the VA, in Daryl's case, or for me going to work. I mean, my whole experience of being an educator changed as I realized that my job is not to change the educational system, because part of me, in all, in all honesty, got into this thing because I thought this thing's not working. You know, I got to be the be the change in this and I got to change it. But I've been in education for 16 years. I'm the inclusion specialist in the local district. And the thing that these principals and Daryl and, you know, reflecting on this all the time helped me to see was I'm not here to change any educational system. I'm here to be the best possible educator in the most loving way that I can possibly be. And by be, doing be that... Be the blessing in yeah. the educational system. Be yeah. the blessing. And bless the educational system. Yes. Because in doing that, I have been given so much creative freedom to do exactly what I want to do with the exact population I wanted to do it with. And I'm thanked regularly by the people that if I had cursed... I would be hating them. I yes. would be feeling that that uh, upset in my. I'd be holding that in my body, resentful. Be telling other people about it, every day, about it. Every day would feel like a battle because they don't get it. Yeah. I mean, these are the things we tell. Yeah, them. that's that. This it, and it. When we bless a thing, it the transformation comes about in such a remarkable. It's incredible. Way because now you're actually doing and implementing. The thing that that anyone would think this is going to take a lot of legislation and, yeah. and big effort to uh. make a change. You might as well just just go in, you know, deal with the kids, get out, and or get into the politics, yeah. so that I can make the way for someone else to do it. No, you don't need to. No, I didn't need to do it at all because I just kept taking one step at a time, blessing it even when it was challenging. And now it's not not only am I doing the work I'm doing, but I'm it goes into my stories about exactly what I'm doing. Go into the local newspapers, thanks That's to right. Daryl's wife, Lori Fazzaro, happening to get the, you know, be the editor yeah. of the paper and it all coming together so perfectly because it's community news. That stuff just goes straight out and the district thanks me for what I write. And I just, it's just, uh, I, I did well, not have just, done this. It just keeps blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing. Yeah, I could have done it by cursing or forcing no. my way into it. And now other educators are going, wow, I didn't know I could just come in here with an attitude of love. I don't have to. I don't yeah. have to strong arm the kids. Yeah. You know, I could I could uh, accentuate the positives right. and watch them develop yeah, rather even, than constantly going, no, 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 sit down, sit down, right. sit down. I even ended up with a job that I didn't even know existed called the inclusion specialist. So uh, let's see. Shall we get ready for the next segment? Yeah, here? we got an exciting guest coming up. Who's coming up? Ellen Devonport, Unity Minister. Good friend of the funniest thing. So uh, she's going to join us to read the Daily Word and have a little chat. So uh, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. In a state of change, a period of transition, perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life, you can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymolander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, For Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing. Uh, we're into our second segment. Yes, we are. And this is when, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we like to... Thank our listeners. That's right. The best in the business. That's right. We appreciate all the great stuff that's been coming in in the mailbox. Oh, yeah. On the Facebook page, the Twitter lines. The Twitter lines and the uh, funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org email. Yes. Yes. Because we in the last segment, we actually have a funniest thing from a listener to share. A funniest thing she experienced, and we're going to share that. Yeah. So we are very excited about that. So thank you all for listening. Mom and Dad, I know you're probably listening as well, so thank you, too. And uh, also, there's someone we always like to thank each week. That's right, our chief engineer at Unity Online Radio. That's right. Yep, Jeff Comfort. And every week we're grateful because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Nice. Yeah, I just spilt my coffee again. <laughs> Dude. All right. And a shout out to the prayer line. A lot prayer line. some of our listeners may or may not know about the Silent Unity prayer line. I know. 800 now pray or 800 669 7729. Don't carry it around like it's some burdensome thing. Whatever that thing is, you know what I'm talking about right now. Just call the prayer line. Get it off your back. These people are experienced in taking your that's right. Burdens and casting them far away from you. They have those like uh, one of those toxic suits that they yes. wear when they're cleaning out radiation and such. Yes. Yeah, they have those. So don't worry how toxic it is. 
they'll happily remove it. It's for very you. loving and it does work. And I've called them many times, and so is Ed. Like a loving parent that holds out their hand when you when you were a kid and you were done with your uh, lollipop and they took that stick and threw it away for you. Yes. Stop sucking on that disgusting lollipop and. <laughs> All right, sponsor shout-out time. We want to thank our sponsor, iItaly. That's right, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. And you could visit them online at i-italy.org. That's right, you don't have to be Italian to visit. No, you don't. You could find out all sorts of fun Italian things. A lot of people love Italians. That's right. Or Italian food. Who doesn't love Italian food? Italian people love a lot of things. And in the background, I keep hearing some snickering going on. We have a very special guest this week. That's right. Filling in for Laura Harvey. That's right. We have uh, Reverend (laughs) Ellen Devonport. Hello. Snickering in the background. That's right. (laughs) We're happy you're with us again this week. Yes, we are. Thank you. Both Ed and I are very excited to have you. And just so everyone knows, we're going to be reading from the Daily Word, which is... An inspirational magazine that you can subscribe to at dailyword.com. Yes. Uh, and it Highly com- recommend it. That's right. And it's a uh, morning meditation, yeah. affirmation, and it's a great way to start your day. Charles Lancaster reads it. He just mentioned it in that little email he sent us. So, That's uh, right. And even if it just inspires you one time, you still get 11 other months worth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Ellen, uh, are you ready to read the daily word for us for today? I'm ready. I've been practicing my my silky Laura Harvey voice. Nice. All right. She'd be happy to hear that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, she reads so well. But this is this is the daily word for today. It's world peace. And the affirmation is my personal peace is a gift to the world. An ancient sage once said that when there is peace in the person, there is peace in the family the community, the nation, and the world. The greatest peacemakers began by finding peace within, then sharing it in their community. When I worry about the lack of peace in the world, I ask myself, am I at peace within? Am I at peace with others? Do I need to reach out, connect, forgive? Do I make peaceful choices in my daily life? How can I effect peaceful communication and understanding in my home, work, and neighborhood. In prayer and meditation, I find serenity. I discover ways to express peace in my life. The greatest gift I give to the world is a peaceful heart, which manifests in all I do. And the scripture is from Second John chapter 1, verse 3. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father, and from Jesus Christ. Uh, sure, it takes the burden out of trying to get everybody to agree with what I think is bad. You got that right. You know, we we had a, a reading to it's actually from today from the Alan Cohn book that I think is perfect because in it, yes, the unity. Well, oh my God! Just read it. Surprise! Let's surprise yeah. everyone. Go ahead. You want right. to kick that one out? Yeah, I think it's so perfect because Before, it's a perfect little uh illustration of world peace in the on the microcosm of our own life well not only that it really is a funniest thing because who would have thought on today's day this reading would be in the alan cohen book and it would mention yeah someone's that we all know and love that's very dear and near to unity ready ellen ready okay okay and it's called divine order now it says now let the weeping cease let no one mourn again These things are in the hand of God, and that's from Sophocles. And it says, We regret to announce that Flight 317 has been canceled due to mechanical trouble. Please stay in the waiting room until we have a further advisory. A wave of groans and protests rose from the mass of disgruntled passengers. The stress level grew higher when the agent announced that the airline had found a replacement plane, but it was smaller than the original one. Passengers for the new flight would be selected by lottery. Passenger Eric Butterworth reminded himself that divine order was in force, and if he was to be on that plane, he would be. He recommended that anxious, no, he recognized that anxious stressing or complaining would not help anyone and place the whole affair in the hands of God. Dr. Butterworth saw that nearly everyone in the room was upset except for one man who seemed relaxed, 
taking it all in stride. Eric took a seat next to the fellow and struck up a conversation. Soon the results of the lottery were announced. Can you guess which names were called first? That's right. Dr. Butterworth and his newfound friend. Jesus reminded us, take no thought for tomorrow. He asked, can any any among you add one cubit to your height or one day to your life through anxious worry? Of course not. The serenity prayer reminds us to ask, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The Course in Miracles suggests that we affirm, I place the future in the hands of God. Indeed, we must, because the future is in the hands of God. We do not need to feverishly hustle to make sure everything will turn out right. We attract all that turns out right by being at peace. It says, help me not to be, dis- uh, help me to not be distracted by appearances. Let, re- let me remember that you're in charge, that love is present and all is well. Divine order is in force here, now and always. And this ends great because Ellen on the break, we were, Ed, myself and Ellen were talking about how the law of attraction seems to have been trivialized. And even with this ending of we attract all that turns out right by being at peace. And that's how it ties in with the daily word, the law of attraction. Yes. And everything else that we're talking about today, even that this is not a show about dancing penguins. Because, of course, what us saying it's not a show about dancing penguins makes it all about dancing penguins in your mind. Right. <sighs> so, Ellen. Yeah. So, the, so, law of attraction, it, it worries me that it has been trivialized to the point that people think, if, you know, if you close your eyes and wish really hard, you can have anything you want. And that's not what it's about. And and peace within is a good way to describe it. I would say it's living in divine consciousness. If you can just live knowing that you are in a stream of well-being, yes. in an abundant universe, and mm-hmm. all is well, then you don't have to spend all that time and effort making treasure maps and making lists and doing affirmations and you know working really, really hard to get what you want. That's not what it's about. No. It's about knowing that everything we need is already here anyway. Yes. And that's the key. That is faith, really, mm-hmm. in the kind of faith that I believe Jesus talked about, or all the great prophets talked right. about. That this faith in everything is really becoming, meaning becoming in a better way, not static. Right. Or, and if I put my faith in you know, the best is yet to come. It kind of, I relax my shoulders and I joyfully can do anything, even something that without thinking that I would find is maybe grunt work. Right. Because I'm above this. I should be somewhere else. Let me meditate on where I think I should be. Right. But just like a story I shared weeks and weeks ago about how I ended up as a stunt supervisor on a major motion picture. Right. It was because I, happily took a $10 an hour job painting neon tubes. But I had that enthusiasm of spirit of, you know what? I'm doing this, but my world is in divine order. And absolutely nothing happens by mistake. That is a great example because for me, the law of attraction piece is mainly about how do I feel? Yes. How do I feel? Because if I'm way out of alignment, if I'm feeling really upset or, you know, if I'm feeling bad, I'm going to start attracting those kind of experiences. So that's the time for me to pray and get into a piece or, and, or meditate or, you know, do something relaxing so that I get in back in the flow with this divine, which is taking care of me in ways that I couldn't imagine. Like you could in that situation where you, where you were unsure about your, your work, you could have went into a really negative spot oh, yeah. or the positive place where you went and you ended up taking a job and saying thank you which led you to exactly where because you wanted of my, to be yeah because every day i felt when i was paying those neon twos was oh this is fun it's almost meditative and my my bigger thoughts just kept thinking on i wonder what wonderful thing is in store for me right you know after this job yes. or when this job ends yeah so every day was a wonderful day right but when i'm not in that faithful way of thinking right I start picking and choosing what things are 
considered beneath me. Right. And I, or, I, or people. Dude. And what happens is yes. I'm going to attract more of these problems instead of. Just think if Jesus, when that kid came up with the loaves and fishes, said, I'll never feed all this crowd with those fish. Get out of here, kid. I'm waiting for something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What, are you, what are you kidding me? <laughs> this isn't enough. Yeah. A little kid with a fish and a couple loaves. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what it does. It turns these things that we would normally consider insignificant into extraordinary blessings. Yes. Or the reverse. And I don't think people realize the law itself is neutral. It just says whatever you focus on, you yes. get more of. And it can be positive or not. So, you know, I wrote about this in the five principles because it's one of Unity's basic teachings. And the example I used in the book was an election, since I used to be a political reporter. Oh, if, if, if half the people in the country are really, really focused on supporting a candidate and they want to get him elected and they're working for him, they're sending him lots of energy. If the other half of the country hates him and thinks the world will go to hell in a handbasket if this guy is elected, and you know I'm just going to move to Canada if this guy becomes president, it's the same energy being focused on him. They might as well go out and vote for him because yes. they are sending so much focus yes. and energy in his direction. Right. Nice. That even though they're condemning him, they're actually exalting him. That is is just like uh, Daryl was talking about, the subconscious mind doesn't recognize the word not. That's right. right. So I don't like this person. Basically, it's like saying, I do like this person. Yes. Because the same energy is being focused in that it's direction. Just, energetically, it's just focus. It's not, the words don't count. And that, yeah, that's why it's important to be for what we want instead yeah. of getting people to rally against what we do not want. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you rally against what you don't want, you spend all your energy doing that. When that thing is supposedly killed, what are you left with? Oh, now we're here. That's gone. What are we going to do? We, we've lost touch with what we set out to do in the first place because we haven't been practicing the love. Well, yeah, it's right because your consciousness is all about killing something. Yeah, you've just replaced the people that or the thing that you chased out of there. The, uh, the I, worry other- that even, I worry that even a lot of our tools for focusing on what we do want and what we're for, just keep reminding us, you know, what we're afraid of. Yes. Uh, Prosperity teachings, for instance. I mean, most people take a prosperity class because they're feeling really broke. Yes. Or they're afraid of being broke. And so it's it's tricky, psychologically tricky. Yes. To focus on just what you want and stay there and not keep looking at what might be missing. Well, I like that because I, stuff lately I've been bringing something's been coming to my attention, which is it's not about the words, like we just said, it's about the energy. So even yeah. if the words are prosperity, 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 if the energy is lack, 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 exactly. that's what really matters. Yes. Well, because me and Ed, have, me and Ed, that's <laughs> my bad habit. No, Ed and fine. I, Ed and I have been talking a lot too about how, like. At these moments when we're feeling lack in a certain area, whether it's yes. prosperity or how to how to get further in my career or applying for a new mm-hmm. job or I got to find work, the tendency is to act from that fear, which yes. means which yes. means bad choices. Meaning, I better go sign up for a, a seminar. I don't really have the money for, but I believe I'm going to put all my faith in this. This is going to transform everything, and everything's going to be fine. When really the most important thing that I can do in that moment is calm the fear. And an easy mm-hmm. way for me to do it is it was with affirmations. Yeah, you know, simple affirmations that strike a chord in me that that identify and yes. give me a little enthusiasm. And if they don't at first keep Adam and they and then my spirit lifts and it's amazing how I'll get an intuitive lead That's or it. the phone call from that place and it always ends up to be yes. the most miraculous thing. You're not kidding. And the reason affirmations work and I like how Eric Butterworth uh, says this is funny that we mentioned Eric Butterworth because every morning Ed and I used to wake up with Mrs. Butterworth on our pancakes. That's right. And, oh. now, and now every night oh. I go to bed listening to Discovering <laughs> Eric Butterworth on Unity Online <laughs> Mr. Radio. Butterworth. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Butterworth. But, but so he, I want, I want to go wait. back to 
World oh, we peace for a second. Do we, we have time we, to go back to world peace? Yeah, we do. I, I think we should re- reconvene after the break. Yeah, let's reconvene after the break because we got to go to break here. Well, in we a got few a seconds. minute. Dar, why don't you finish what you're saying, Alan? Do you have time to join us after the break to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the one thing I wanted to say about Eric Butterworth is I like his definition of affirmations and why they work. Because Eric Butterworth reminds us that affirmations are not just willing ourselves to think positively. The reason they feel so good in our consciousness when we accept them is because they're actually realigning us with what is true. Yes. And that the negative thoughts feel so uncomfortable because yeah. we're not aligned with truth. Yeah, because they're not true about who we really and are. And the problem with the those negative thoughts is they tend to make me more fearful, and I'm getting further and further off the yeah. beam. Instead of stop, realign, yeah. reaffirmation, or calling a positive, supportive friend to get me back online, not agree with my misery. Yeah, so this is good stuff. This is a great conversation, and we'll continue it after the break. And we got some funniest things for the week. Whoa. Mailbag. We got a lot of great and stuff coming up. World Peace with Ellen Devenport. World, world Peace with Ellen Devenport. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Where will summer take you? To exotic islands? The big city? This summer, Unity Books invites you to travel within on a journey of self-discovery. It's our first online book club, the Summer of Self-Discovery Reading Series. We've selected three inspiring titles to help you discover who you really are and what you truly want from life. Join us this June through August for book discussions and free author webcasts. Visit unitybooks.org slash summer to see our book picks and to reserve your spot for the webcasts. Join the Summer Book Club today. Visit unitybooks.org slash summer. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. All right. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where we are currently talking with Minister Ellen Devonport about world peace. <laughs> and it sounds like we're back in the 40s. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> so we wanted to wrap up the discussion because Ellen had a good little button to put on this whole yes. concept of world peace. Well, the, the Daily Word said it, but I just wanted to, to focus on it for a second, that if each of us could be individually peaceful – we would have world peace. We don't have to go out and save the world. We world. We just have to adjust our own consciousness. Right. And you know, in our unity churches, we sing that. In most churches, let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. I yes. love that. In um, in twelve step groups, uh, it's also mentioned 
be focused just on sweeping your side of the street. Mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. we each just swept our own side of the street and didn't complain or feel like we had to point out the messy other, the other person's side right. of the street, we'd all have a very nice, comfortable, clean place to live if we all just cleaned our yeah. own side of the streets. But the excuse we use is that, well, I could be peaceful, but other people won't be. So then I can't be. I have asked my congregation occasionally when I'm feeling brave, if after 9-11 we had had a president who said, we're not going to perpetuate the cycle of violence. We will talk. We will negotiate. We will love. Mm -hmm. We will send food and other forms of support, but we're not going to go kill people Mm -hmm. because they killed us. You know, I think he'd probably be impeached. But But someday that's going to have to happen. I agree with you 100% because while I was in the military, I went through a rehabilitation where we learned all about, and this was in the military, through the Marines, Mm -hmm. all about the power of love and that love is the most powerful force in the universe. And at that time, the Cold War was about to hit a boiling point. So if you could imagine... I'll just use terrorism today because that's how I use the same practice today. So in my morning routine, then and now, when I get fearful and think of the high threat con alert and they're going to get Americans abroad and the tendency is like, I hate these people. Why don't we just blow them off the face? Take that. Let go of that. And instead, we'd hold this. uh, I had an inflatable beach ball globe then. Now I imagine it in my arms. And I imagine all those Mm -hmm. people... The Taliban is what I do today, and I imagine them happy, loving their children, that their children, they don't want harm to come to their children either, and just send all that love around the world in my morning prayer. And it might make some people upset or offended, but you know what? It works. It's the only thing that will work. You know what? And this goes this goes right to the point of what Ellen said. One of the main reasons why that works is because you go about your day feeling free and loving and you share that love with everyone you meet because you're no longer afraid and you've put it in God's hands. And I know you personally, so I know that that's true. And you learned about the power of love in the military. I learned the power of love from a a Marine Corps gunny sergeant who talked about that God gives us so much love, but we think we don't have any. So we think we got to get it from outside you know, yeah. And when we don't give it away, it starts to get stagnant in us. And that's yeah. when we feel worse. And if you're an alcoholic, you'll throw a little alcohol down there and it's like throwing chlorine in a right. pool. It feels mm. good for a little while, but then it gets <laughs> stagnant again. And he explained how the only way for us to recover or for people to really grow and heal and the world to change is to give love. And once you get a little bit of giving love, which even just smiling at someone in your walk, mm-hmm. you'll start... God gives you even more yes. love, that it You're goes right. stale if you hang on to it, but you get more if you give it. But the law is, it begins with me. Yes, yes. it has to. Mm-hmm. I cannot get it or expect it from yeah. anywhere else. Believe me, when I was right. in college, I had so many theories about what was wrong with this world. And, you know, I remember talking to a psychologist and telling him, everyone just turns away from me and they're not friendly and everything. And, all, you know. Little did I know that if I holding all those negative theories about the world was exactly what I was attracting was the world that I was believing in. It was it's amazing now that I'm learning to just let go and really let it begin with me. When people say, oh, if I do it, other people aren't enough people aren't going to do it. So what's the use? But it's not true because my my love becomes the key that turns the the, 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 opens the lock in other people. And I live in a far more peaceful, joyful, happy, funny world than I ever have because that's the reality that I'm choosing to move. I mean, very intentionally choosing yes. each morning to move into as I dump all my burdens on God. And um, even in the last week, Alan, I have to say my prayers have improved since you pointed out the thing about the Psalms. It was for some reason the way it hit me that I realized I can tell God all this other I used to kind of only save the good stuff for God, you know, but now because well, yeah, you want to look like a good little eight year old. And it kind of was the law of attraction. Too. Yes. Like if I say this to God, then I'm going to get more. But man, over the last week, I've dumped a lot of stuff. And all I ever realized is, ah, oh, thank God I didn't hold on to that any longer. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm still waiting to see dancing penguins. 
Dancing well, penguins. the next best thing is we got the joke of the day. Yes, we do. Shall we do it? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, so here we go. So, our joke of the day comes from God knows where I found this on the internet, but uh, we've and, made it into a little skip. Yeah, it's between a disciple and his master. Yes, and I will be the disciple. Ed, Ed will be playing the part of disciple. And Daryl, that of the master. <laughs> of course. <laughs> here we go. Oh, Wise and all-knowing one, I'm better than everyone else. Please take me to the realm of perfect peace. What, are you kidding me? If I take you there, it will no longer be peaceful. <laughs> and that brings us to... Well, I hear Gabby. I don't think Jeff knew that was a joke. <laughs> the delay i don't think jeff knew that was a joke that we told. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a joke <laughs> i wasn't sure after we told it <laughs> hey, have you got any jokes we you need ruined <laughs> <laughs> yeah please Down. send them to us at funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org we take all the fun <laughs> out of a joke just like we take the melody out of songs <laughs> But uh, Gabby just brought us a load. What do we got? Take all right. the mail back. Look at this one. The subject of it is ease on down the road. Why don't you read it to the uh Oh, okay. Let's here. see. It says, uh, thank guys. I just thank. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I just love your show. Each and every week you make me laugh. Say, that's happened to me. Sing along. Ease a burden and make me think, you know, life is only hard. Is only, is only as hard as I want to make it. Or you remind me wonderfully that there's always another way to look at any situation. You are the best. Happy birthday to to you both. I knew I liked you fellow crabs, teehee. My birthday was the following week on the 18th. Enjoy a magnificent day with a smiley face. Laura Allen, and I, she's from Unity in the Rockies, Colorado Springs. Well, thank you, Laura. We appreciate that. And I- that, Special, yeah, this is great. That came after our last show to the funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Yeah, now know. we're going to dip into some of the funniest things for the week. And we have a funniest thing. Uh, fan mail. From a fan. Because we ask everyone, this is usually the time of the show where we share our funniest things. You know, those things that happen when you step out boldly and put put everything in God's hands. Yeah. And we asked uh, mm-hmm. fans to share their funniest things, and we got a funniest thing. And this one comes from Sandy Page from Rolling Meadows, which is a suburb of Chicago. Ooh, Chai Town. Ooh. Hi, you guys. I wanted to share a funniest thing with you. Last week, I was out with my daughter and three grandsons having a lot of fun when I got home. I started thinking about a book that I would read to my son when he was young. I couldn't remember the exact name of it, but I tried to find it on the internet with no luck. Then, this morning, after reading Daily Word, I pulled up your show from last week, July 31st, and started listening. Funniest thing, you guys were talking about the book. Little Me and Great Me was so helpful when the kids were young, not only to teach my kids about their own divine potential, but as a reminder for myself. I actually started to tear up when Daryl read a part of it as it brought me back to the time when I would remind my son to be the great me. I want to thank you both for taking the time to put together such an inspirational show every week. I am uplifted every time I tune in. Wow! Oh, my goodness! That blows the doors off of everything else. That makes me want to eat cake. That makes me want to... No. uh, Dance and sing? Yeah, that makes me want to dance and sing. So what, uh, and what, and we have some funny <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, we got but, some funniest things for the week. Yeah, what do you got, Ed? You got I had a really funny one. Yes. This is, <laughs> I, was on, uh, the, I was on the Facebook, as we say. And this goes right along with our topic. Yeah, and uh, someone, I was going to communicate with a friend of mine and you know, tell him something, and I noticed a picture on his uh, wall of, an old, of another friend of mine. I said, I haven't heard from her in a while. So I clicked on his friends and saw that, hey, I'm no longer friends with that person. She must have defriended you. She defriended me. And I was already, this is proof, I was already in like a really uh, challenging emotional place. Like I was already, so I was attracting this stuff. And part of me was like, went through, should I email her and ask her what I did? Um, No, that's not the right thing to do. Blah, blah, blah. I had a, uh, 
I was, but I was upset. I, I, it was amazing to watch it. So I, I had just enough sobriety and sanity. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was talking to Daryl about it to just kind of watch what was going on. And uh, I kept blessing it. But man, was it getting me upset. Later in the day, I took a nap. And before I went to bed, it was before I laid down to take that nap, I thought about it again. And man, did I get mad again. But I just kept putting it in God's hand. And then when I woke up from the nap, all of a sudden, in a moment of clarity, I remembered something. About three months ago, I defriended her. <laughs> I defriended her because I didn't like the post that I was getting on the wall. <laughs> and you thought she defriended you. I, I, I thought get- she defriended me and I was getting ready to write a heartfelt letter. I can't, what, what did I do wrong? <laughs> Isn't that funny how we catch ourselves like oh that? Oh, my God. That was the perfect boomerang in, in so many ways, man. Oh, man. man. But I felt so much better. Thank God I had used these tools and just kept blessing it rather than taking action on it. Yeah, shoot. And what do you got? What do you got? Well, I was just going to say the other day I I had packages to drop off for my wife. Yeah. I promised before I went about my business, the priority packages at the post office. And it was near the coffee shop I like to go to. And I was running late. I said, you know what? I'm going to get my coffee first and then go to the post office. It made perfect sense. And I was right up in front of the coffee shop, like pulling right ahead of it. And I go, this doesn't feel like it feels like this is a little bit of like a fight to go get coffee right now. And the other part of me is going, no, no, just grab the coffee and go. And you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to honor my intuition. So I drove, even though it was a little longer to make a U-turn and go Mm -hmm. back to the post office. I get to the post office. There's a space right in front. I walk in. There's no one online. I get back in the car, head over to the coffee shop. And just as I was pulling into the coffee shop, someone was pulling out of the one available space, gave me a big smile, waved. I went inside, of course, no line. Now, had I done the old, no, I'll go now, that consciousness, it's going to be a fight. Yes. It would have been a fight. That's and right. And I would have went to the post office and it would have been... You, then I would have had to hear about it. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, wait, Gabby just came back to let us know we're coming to the close of our show. Oh, my gosh. And with that, the book of... Musicals. Yeah, let's pull out the dusty tome that here it's called the Book of Rock and Roll Psalms. Pull the dust off the pages. And this one starts off with a little theatrics as well. <laughs> here we go. Boy, Ed, I'm sick and tired. I keep making these posts about how people shouldn't be warring with one another or eating Montesano foods, and they should be doing yoga like me, and it's exhausting. No one, no one cares. Well, son, I hear you. I've been there, but I've found a better way to do things. Really? Does it work? It sure does. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah! <laughs> Lay it on me, Ed. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Oh, that's fascinating. I'm asking him to change his ways. Really? I could do that? No message could have been any clearer. If you, you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that Hey, subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to that iTunes store or to the iTunes app on your phone. You can also follow us on Stitcher or Live 365 or go directly to UnityOnlineRadio.org. We want to thank Ellen Devonport, Unity Minister, for joining us today. We'd love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, and suggestions to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. 
Each prayer and meditation on Positive Prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open Positive Prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.